Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and join with me as always is one, Chris Hipple. Say hi. Miggy! Chris! Like Kim Jong-un! We're back. <laughs> back! Back from the dead. We are back. Long time no pod. You know, uh, we last spoke via podcast January 26th with a dominant performance against the L.A. Lakers, and then since then... Things Some, were different then. Yeah, a little things bit. were different. Some shits happened, and uh, we're living in a COVID kind of world now. But people uh, apparently are not listening to podcasts, and so you know, what better time than to start now <laughs> <laughs> to get back on the train? Because there's no basketball on. Uh, everyone is quarantined, but that doesn't mean that there aren't things to talk about because. Longtime listeners of this pod know that we are we're very pro certain players. We're a pro Stauskas podcast. We're a pro Markel Fultz podcast. We are a pro Al Horford podcast, apologist podcast. Uh, but most mm-hmm, importantly, mm-hmm. we are and have always been a very pro Shake Milton podcast. And we really haven't talked about this guy since the hiatus. And this guy... Play the song. <laughs> he is just unconscious. Well, he was unconscious. Who knows? It's been like three months since he's played basketball. But, you know, the lasting memory that I have of Shake Milton was his dominant performance against the L.A. Clippers where he just dropped 39 points, set NBA records. He shot like 13 um, straight threes in a row just roasting Pat Beverly, just dunking on him. I was just watching those highlights again, getting really hype and just really missing basketball in general. Shooting 45% from three on three attempts a game. You know, he's averaging some like 20-some points uh, the month of March. He's just, he he might be the prince that was promised after all the stuff that we talked about, <laughs> after all the things we talked about, because we traded up to get him in that draft, if you recall. So, uh, you know, just talk We've to me about Shake. We've got princes. <laughs> princes who were promised. Yeah. Talk to me about uh, Shake. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's important, you know, to go back to pre-pandemic times in case we think it was all a dream. <laughs> uh, times when there were handshakes, large group gatherings, and Shake Milton was the best player in the NBA. Do you know that he's our he's the Sixers' second all-time best percentage three-point shooter? Behind 41, 41% in his career. Behind Stauskas, I assume? Yeah, uh, something like that. <laughs> Who was that? Who's actually that? Dana Barros. Ah. But he shot 43% in three years at SMU. Like, his three-point shot is for real. I know. That's a thing. And he's, like, shooting, like, 75% from the free throw line and stuff like that, which is obviously a good indicator of the three. And it's like, I don't think this is fool's gold. I think he is legitimately good. I've always thought he was legitimately good. Uh, you know, he's obviously a little skinny and kind of gets, you know, punished on the defensive end. But, but he's long. He is Part long. Of the long boys. He, <laughs> he is long and really rangy. I, I, I'm just excited. I, I, there's not a lot to talk about in post-COVID world with basketball not having been played for so long. But Shake Milton is definitely something that we can talk about. But also during the break, we had an interesting article by Jackie McMullen that you know, dropped a lot of bombs, things that we had never heard of before, you know. Ben Simmons uh, working on a three. Ben Simmons working on a shot. Ben Simmons 
like stuff that I've, stuff I've never like even thought about thinking before. And so it was really just like the bombshell, didn't you think? Don't be disrespectful to Jackie McMullen. <laughs> there was a there were a handful of nuggets. Like what? No. Well, I mean, for one thing, his his brother and his agent, uh, what's his name, Sean Tribe, mm-hmm. like very clearly spoke about it as a mental block. He said the acceptance of failure is something that Ben needs to be comfortable with, uh, which you know reminds me of certain other guards, which is weird. Uh-huh. Um, the Embiid quote was really interesting and we can choose to read into it or not. Embiid said, uh, you know, people say stop spending time on the three point line, but I do it to help Ben. Mm. I would like him to do the same for me, mm. but I also know how uncomfortable he is. <laughs> Trouble Yikes. in paradise. Uh, and then most importantly, Brett Brown said that he had a conversation with Ben after the all-star break where he felt really good about, you know, this is going to happen. And then Ben hurts his back. Yeah. I mean, well, believe it or not, we're at the shake Milton minutes. So, but I do want to, uh, you know, address that because everything that you said, yes, it was all right. In fairness to Jackie McMullen, she is obviously a great writer and, you know, pretty well-respected, but honestly, it's like, it's the same thing, man. I'm, I guarantee if we went back in the archives, there's some random athletic article that like has the same exact mental thing, some kind of maybe taken out of context quote from Joel Embiid. I, I really wanted to get excited about it, and I was because there was nothing else to get excited about, but I'm not too... I'm, I'll, I'll believe it when I see fresh it. meat to the sharks just at the very end of the last quote. He was like, I don't know. I might do it during the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I know, which was so great. <laughs> <What> was <that? 